to another episode of the Minorities Report podcast. My name is Antonio Alcazar. And I'm Officer Techno Studio. That's a weird name for a police officer. Yeah, you know, I'm not a police officer. I'm a U.S. Marshal. <laughs> this program is brought to you by the Minority Report podcast Patreon. Podcast Patreon. Uh, actually, it's not brought to you by that yet. No. But, I mean, we the have. Patreon's there. Yeah, if you like what we're doing... And you want more of what we're about to drop soon here with the Green Knight. Special coverage of the Green Knight, brand new this last weekend. Yeah. You can look forward to us covering like brand new movies the week they come out, basically. So. Yeah, Green Knight comes out uh, simultaneously with this episode. So yeah, if you want to help us uh, run the podcast, it is patreon.com slash minorities report. Uh, Jason, today we watched The Fugitive, huh? We watched The Fugitive, starring, well, first of all, 1993. 93, yeah. The Fugitive. Yeah. Uh, I was a little four-year-old. I was, no, no, five-year-old. I was going to say, yeah, Yeah, that's about right. I was 13, so. I was still Uh, waddling around. I was still picking my boogers. Wow, shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, Director of this, Andrew Davis. Uh, You're probably not familiar with him at all, but he. Andrew uh, Davis. I think I went to school with Andrew Davis. Yeah, possibly the same one, clearly. Uh, director at five years old. It was pretty fucking crazy. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Directed uh, some other films he did, Above the Law, Under Siege. Have you seen either one of those? No, of course not. Okay. Yeah. yeah, they were 90s actions uh, starring Steven Seagal. Very oh, okay. yeah. uh, very uh, uh, successful movies as well. Oh, yeah? So, yeah, yeah. yeah, absolutely. Well, Steven Seagal, as big of a thing as, like, legend has made him out to be? Cause yeah. I, you know, because I wasn't around. Yeah. Uh, I definitely wasn't aware when he was, like, at the height of his career. Was he actually a big deal? I would say in the nineties. In the nineties, he was as big as like Stallone and that stuff. No way. Yeah, not as big as those guys in the eighties, but okay. those guys in the nineties. You know what okay, I'm saying? So their sure. star has leveled a little bit lower. Yeah, like he was never those as big guys as are. Arnold. I feel like those guys, uh, Stallone and Arnold, are like the They're big like, dogs. Yeah, because of the eighties work. Okay. Okay. So I just, like, I just feel like Steven Seagal's legacy didn't like. Carry on is heavy. No, of course not, because he only had he had a shorter period of time that he was. I see. Popular. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah. So that's what that is. So. So yeah, uh, this one had uh, Harrison Ford and Tommy Lee Jones and Thomas Lee Jones. Tom- Thomas Lee Jones. <laughs> I like that one. Tom- or Tommy Lee Bones. Tommy Lee friend. Bones. Uh, yeah, and other folks uh, that were kind of in the talk for this movie: uh, Kimball, Alec Baldwin, okay, Nick Nolte. And Kevin Costner. All names from the 90s. You yeah. know, early 90s names. Sure. So, Nick for, Nolte would have had a for, different as, feel. As Kimball. Yeah, Kimball. Um, Richard Kimball. Dr. Yeah. Richard Kimball. Alec Baldwin. I can see that one easily. Okay, yeah. I don't know if he would have had the same intensity. Maybe not. N- Nick Nolte? So, that was... They were originally going to go with like an older version of him. And uh-huh. I'm glad they did it. Yeah. Because it would have been a different type of Kimball's movie. Kimball's already pretty sure. old, though. Yeah, you know what's funny is Nick Nolte is one year older than Harrison Ford. Yeah, yeah. But he looks so much older than Harrison Ford, especially in the 90s. He looks weathered. Yes, exactly. A lot of drinking, heavy drinking. So, and then uh, Kevin um, Costner is the one I could probably see the most. The most. Like, yeah. Equal over, like, Mm -hmm. sort of thing. It would have definitely felt like a different movie, but but I could see Kevin Costner. I don't think it would have been as successful with Kevin Costner. Oh, yeah. Kevin Costner was a big deal, I thought. Dances with Wolves. That was eighty nine, I think. So no, no, ninety one. Mm-hmm. So yeah, I guess, I guess you're right. Yeah, that could have worked. Didn't Kevin Costner have some other shit going on too? Not just I think he did Waterworld around. This oh time. yeah, no, Waterworld was like late nineties. No, I think it was early nineties, dude. Yeah, yeah, I'm pretty sure. Yikes. So uh, Geralt, uh, other characters that were going to play him: Gene Hackman and John Voight. I could easily see both of those characters. Uh-huh. Uh, they play John Voight played a character like this in Enemy of the State. Do you ever see that movie I with did Will see, Smith? Yeah, yeah, yeah I did see and that what's one. funny is Gene Hackman plays the other side yeah. in that same movie. Yes, so does. that's that's kind of funny that yeah. that's uh, and both those I could see both those guys playing this character. I don't think it'd been as memorable or as uh, Tommy famous. Lee Jones always brings a very particular energy. Yes, yeah. absolutely. Uh, like lo- it, like it, he had the same energy as Two Face. Interesting, interesting statement. Uh, I don't know if I feel that's that. why he did a bad Two Face because <laughs> it was just Tommy Lee Jones. <laughs> okay, I can see that. I can see that. Uh, lots of this film was directed in Chicago. Uh, yeah, yeah. A, a, a huge amount. 
their director is from Chicago, the same neighborhoods where a lot of this stuff was filmed. That's why we'll get to it later on, obviously, but it's so much of it felt very Chicago to me, at yeah. least as a person who's been in Chicago a bunch mm-hmm. and like in a lot of the neighborhoods and whatnot, hanging out mm-hmm. uh, with different people uh, in the early 2000s. Mm-hmm. Like this felt very yeah. Chicago to yeah. me. So I, I like that. Um, and it's funny. Chicago to me, has like, like a real specific feel. It, it, I, it's weird. Yeah. It's funny you say that because like in many ways, Chicago and New York are somewhat similar, sure. but they are very different feels mm-hmm. to them. Like yeah. I feel like Chicago feels more blue collar, mm. whereas New York is more white collar. Sure. Okay. Yeah. Um, huh, that's, like yeah, Chicago I, I is more that. union, and where New York is more like sure. you know, free form. They're both of. major metropolitan areas, right? Like uh, effectively the same amount of people. You know, like not not yeah. in in total, it's, but yeah. like Los, I mean, you're going to see people walking York, around at the Los same Angeles, rate. Chicago. Yeah. Yes, exactly. Uh, Especially downtown. Yeah, right? yeah, but like you can expect a more. Midwest feel, I feel like. Yeah. There's something a little bit more homey about Chicago. Yeah, I could see that. Yeah. I could see that. And like... Uh, a, lot, a lot more not as brown fast. long coats and not as many black long coats. <laughs> yeah. not not. And I would say like the one of the, probably the biggest difference is not quite as fast. Sure. Okay. Like I feel like New York living is like the fastest living there is. Yeah, yeah. And like it goes like lower to the coast and like LA living is just like kind of no one moves fast like everyone's mm-hmm. kind of just like hey it's hot man I can't move fast that's out what, here that's you what's know? up man you couldn't see me like doing my walk but that's how people yeah, walk yeah. I hate that fast home. living shit if you're if you're walking fast even relax man where are you going I mean people have money to make take a step uh, take a breath Wall Street baby yeah for sure so we start off in Richard Kimball's house uh, with some very Chicago-style detectives, man. These guys come on the scene, and I felt like these I don't know why, but these guys feel so much more Chicago than New York, even though yeah. they're kind of the same as, like, a New York detective. Did they have accents? Yeah, they had a Chicago accent. Okay, yeah. yeah exactly. that, I feel like, like that's the Midwest Chicago you know? accent. That, yeah. that but even, like, the way they that. wear their glasses and shit like that, <laughs> sure. like, it was very yeah, Chicago yeah. weird shit. Sure, yeah. Harrison Ford shows up on the scene. He's got a beard, man. And this feels so odd to me. And I think it's just because, like... The guy never has facial hair in movies that he's in. Yeah, well, uh, so I didn't see it as very different because I has, have seen a lot of Harrison Ford recently. Yeah. And every time he does any kind of anything recently, yes. he's got this, like, massive beard. Yeah. So I was just like, okay, you know, yeah, this yeah, is just Harrison sure. Ford. For sure. I totally forgot that this movie starts off, uh, like, after the murder and mm-hmm. like they're already there and then they go yeah. back to like re like play yeah. what actually happened there's a lot of a lot of like flashbacks yes like, exactly I, exactly that and so as uh, the credits are are rolling right you're watching the murder happen. right right and so they they just bring him in for questioning he's not under arrest or anything like that he's not put in handcuffs the questioning was well aggressive. wait but right but yeah. importantly like there's reporters on the scene yeah and they're like talking about the murder or they're talking about why they were called there mm-hmm. and and he's let out, but he's not in handcuffs or anything like that. Sure, he's actually yeah. just led to the car and yeah. they place in the car and then they, they take him away. There's already there's already a presumption of Well, I think that's because yeah. more often than not, almost entirely in fact, yeah, 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 yeah. murders like this are done by a significant, yeah, other, a significant right. Other, it's sure, never yeah. a break in. Yeah. Like that is so Well, I don't know minute. about never, but it, right. yeah, it's, it's so it's minute. Pretty big, yeah. Right. That it doesn't so of course, the first suspect is yeah. Kimball. They were uh, just know. so aggressive about it. Right. Just well, because like, he was gun. there. They're like yelling at him almost. Yeah. Well, no, no. He's like, do you own a gun? Like, he literally says it like that. Uh, and he's like, yeah, but they're like, nonstop. Of course, they're detectives. They're not even letting him breathe. They're detectives. I loved when he was just like, you gotta find who... And he's like pointing. Yeah. I love that. Yeah, yeah. His just, point? Well, because he point out. Well, here's the here's the his here's pointing the at people though is classic. Right, you, know, you, like, you find this man. Yeah, yeah, yeah exactly. You find this man. Oh, so, like, this. I know yeah. you uh, you were never involved in World of Warcraft. I was never involved. But in World of Warcraft. there used to be a thing called Ventrilo. Okay, and uh-huh. it was a talking. I know Ventrilo. Got it. Yeah. Okay, it was, I'm an early gamer. For anybody who doesn't know, yeah. Ventrilo was a talk system, just like Teamspeak, or it was, what you use Discord. It for was now. early Discord. Yes. Yeah, yeah. And what you would do is you would coordinate your raid that way. Okay, and there was no like passwords or anything like that unless you set up a password mm-hmm. and what people would do is ventrilo raid all the time mm-hmm. and they would use you know soundboards 
And one of the most famous ones was The Fugitive. Mm-hmm. And it was all this. And, yeah. and it started off like, I'm Richard Kimball or whatever. Sure. And they'd be like, oh, hey, welcome or whatever. And yeah. Like, oh, no. And then he would just get in there. You find this man. And they're like, what, what are you talking about? And so like, yeah. So it was, there's a very funny Ventrilo harassment thing with uh, Fugitive. Yeah. But it's all centered around this scene. Right? He had a mechanical arm. You know? <laughs> so, uh, I mean, here's the thing, right? Put cards on the table. Yeah. A. Uh, she's worth a lot of money, a lot of money. Like he's a doctor, but yeah, they point out that was so. I liked Tommy Lee's character yeah. in this because he was pointing out all the things that I was later. thinking while I was watching this. Much later, yeah. But yes. while I'm watching this, I'm thinking this guy's a doctor. He's but, just going to brutally murder his wife. You, Come okay, on. I've seen plenty. Here's the thing, man. Because he wasn't like trying to hide it. He brutally murdered this woman, and he was just like, oh, it was the one armed man. Yeah. Although this, wait a second. It was the one armed man comes from this. Yeah, oh, that's so funny. Because yeah. <laughs> that's been in us so many jokes. Of course, of course, <laughs> just right? That. Yes, absolutely. <laughs> that's so. so uh, I mean, here's the thing. That's but okay. She she's worth a lot of money. Okay, uh-huh. importantly, all right. Um, and like doctors have a lot of money, but she's like from a wealthy family. Sure, yeah. So like he and, might and be with worth a big life insurance, right? Her, yeah. And he might be worth a few million dollars, but I got the sense she's worth like ten million dollars. Like she's okay. worth a lot more than he is because yeah. they even point out like he'll never have to worry about money again. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah. and he's a doctor, so that's like yeah. saying something. I guess that seems sloppy. Sloppy sure. on the part of the the most the detectives murders are going, sloppy. Yeah, but part of, I'd say look into it a little bit more. That seems too. Hmm, Obvious. Well, here's the other issue, though. Mm-hmm. There's no fingerprints but his, and yep. there's no forced entry into the house. Yeah. So his story is someone broke into the house, killed his wife. He fought with that man. That man got away. And he had. Warm. There's no sign of a break in. There's no sign yeah. of this person being in the house. Sure. So if you were a detective and somebody told you this story, you'd be yeah. like, "Oh, interesting story, yeah. right?" Because literally everything. There's nothing to lead me to believe. There that is you're only talking. evidence that it was you. That was you, right? Yeah, yeah. The murder weapon has your fingers on it. Yep. The the. Uh, she's got. She's got your skin underneath her fingernails right exactly your your her scratches on your neck his explanation for that is kind of shit as well like she just scratched him on accident when they they were getting dressed no when he was picking her up right 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 right. i'm sorry and uh they uh the The recording said richard uh, that's richard's trying trying to kill me me right and it sounds like richard's trying to kill me so like there's a lot of evidence that's like sure. not looking good for Kimball. You know, as it was playing, I was just like, "Wow, they're really throwing the book at him with like like with brevity." But now that I'm talking it through, okay, I can yeah. see it. Here's yeah. the issue I have with this. I movie. thought they were being really extreme. Like, I let was me just like, wow, let me be honest. Kill him, huh? I something I don't like about this movie. We as the audience should not have seen him wrestle with this one-armed man in the beginning of the movie. No, 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 no. I disagree. Okay. I disagree, Raph. Right I like that we knew he was innocent because there was a plot to discover who wasn't. I don't need to okay. wonder whether or not it was actually him. I wanna I wanna watch an innocent man try to prove that he's not guilty, okay. you know. Okay. Yeah. I, I, get you. I, I okay. yeah, I think if if I wouldn't have known whether or not he actually did it. That's a, I don't know. I All feel right. like I don't need that. I okay. like my protagonist to be a protagonist. Are you suggest? Yeah. Are you suggesting I killed my wife? <laughs> How yeah. dare you? Yeah. And yeah. He just- <laughs> Yo, and and Harrison Ford, he was like awake for this yeah, fucking performance. Yeah, he, was, he, he was he was giving it. He was in there, man. And I want to. So then he's arrested. He's yeah. tried. He's yeah. sentenced. Proven guilty. Throwing the book at him. I'm going to tell you something. Bro. I know you feel like. You feel like this is a little meh. Yeah. I've watched like real life cases, yeah. less evidence than this convicted people to sure. life. Yeah. Usually not death row. Like yeah. this is not <laughs> enough evidence row, for death know? row. Yeah, usually yeah, yeah. this would be like, but I'm guessing what probably happened was they probably came to him with a plea. Like this is me behind the scenes. They probably came to him with a plea. Like, he was here's like no, the deal. fuck that. Right. Exactly. Yeah, like yeah, you can yeah. get 15 years, you know, yeah. we'll say it's a crime of passion, whatever. Yeah. 15 years, you'll be out of jail. And he probably went, I didn't kill my wife. Right, exactly. We saw the energy <laughs> yeah, he had. Sure. I didn't kill my wife. <laughs> yeah. Right. So you find this man. Yeah. So, yeah. What I like about this movie right off the bat, yeah. this all happens and he's on his way to prison 15 minutes into the movie. Yeah, for sure. Like, it's yeah. just like, boom, yeah, he's we gone. Are there. We're, yeah. We are rocking now, and rolling. this movie is two hours long. Yes. When when that was happening, right, the, yep. he's like, the credits are still rolling and he's already on the way to prison. Yep. I was like, you're going to fill two hours of actual fugitive shit? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. We'll see. I will say this. You know what I felt like? Uh, 
the pacing of this movie is either going to be amazing uh-huh. or terrible. Or terrible. Right. It's got one or the other. <laughs> yeah, There's nothing sure. in between that. Okay? Yeah, yeah. So we get to, he's get, he's traveling to prison. We get a uh, jackass black guy. What? You know, and then Kimball. They're like, Kimball? Yeah. Yeah. Like, dude, you're in death. How can you be so calm? He was super zen. Yeah. For sure. He's yeah. just like, yep, I'm going to go It looks like die. he was about to go die. Right. Yeah, he's like, yeah. 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 He was right. already resigned to it. Is what it is. Right. If, if what happened hadn't have happened, yes. he'd have died. Yes. Yeah, that would have been it. Well, I mean, like, usually no. Like, it takes, like, Ted Bundy. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah. It takes, like, 30 years. Yeah, But exactly. what I'm saying is, like, he, I mean, this movie expedited it. Right. In fact, when I was watching it, <laughs> when I was watching it, I was just like, it'd be so funny if he then just goes and dies. And the movie was 15 minutes long, and it was just that little sequence. For some right, it's like one of those memes or whatever, you know, like, yeah, directed by George Lucas, you know. Uh, so, uh, yeah, that is that is awesome. So uh, so they get on the bus, they're starting to head down to the new prison. Uh, guy fakes, of course, uh, seizure or whatever. What, uh, Dude, he gets blown to death. Well... He fakes his seizure. Yeah. The Wilford Brimley. young guy comes back there. Yeah. Uh, Wilford Brimley lookalike yeah. is like, don't go back there. You know, we're almost there. Even though they just left. Yeah. And he's like, it's going to be a two-hour trip. Like, a couple minutes later, this starts happening. He's like, we're almost there. Yeah. Like, you're an hour away at least, yeah. dude. Like, we're not almost there. This guy's Even seizuring. if we were there. Right. This guy's about to die. Right. So I'm going to yeah. figure it out. Yeah. And he opens it. And, man, he gets a fucking... Toothbrush to the gut. He gets shivved right in the gut. That does not feel... That feels, to me, terrible. For him. Like, I'm feeling it. I'm like... You. That would hurt. Right. <laughs> yeah, for sure. And then for Ouch. his for his uh, valiant effort of stabbing, as yeah. you point out, he gets blown the fuck away yeah. by Wilford Brimley's brother. <laughs> like just, just shot in his shit, yeah. bro. Like boom, instant kills. Right. Dude. Yeah. For sure. Then the black guy starts wrestling with him over the gun, and this yeah. is why they don't have armed guards in most of these situations because he's able to wrestle the gun away. They yeah. blast the driver, yeah. which sends it over the fucking thing. You know, yeah. it's it goes. Crazy. Crazy yeah, we, uh, whew, man. Yeah, the fact that nobody died as a result of the train crash. Oh no, no, no. Yeah, 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 absolutely. The other, the yep. other white guy did. Yep. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so the bus flips over. Man, it looks so real, dude. So another thing that I thought when this happened was just like, how expensive was this fucking shot? Because all of it was like. Uh, practical effects like this was like a real train that they derailed we'll get to that so <laughs> dude that was so crazy the yeah. actual bus flips over yeah and then an actual train hits it yes <laughs> it was just so like, like kimball's like sort of been a digital effect now the guy's like hey help me out here or whatever right and he's like okay uh or uh, the guy's like hey come help me kimball you're a doctor or whatever yeah, kimball's yeah. like throw me the fucking keys and i'll help you so he throws him the keys unlocks him gets over drops the keys the, you know the black guy picks him up he goes over to help the dude right and he's like all right help me i need a hand because like the you hear the train coming yeah, yeah. help me i need a hand with it yeah. hell with you and yeah. he like, wilford brimley's wilford brother, brother is, is the fuck out. out of there he's fucking gone the yeah. black guy he's like hey whatever the black guy's name he's like help me he's like hell with you doctor and he just like runs off to which <laughs> sure, whatever yeah. i get it you know and then of course uh he helps but him. that's i feel like that's uh establishing a long pattern here of course throughout the movie this dude is just helping everyone in his right way. yeah i mean he's a doctor he's dude. a good dude. yeah he's, he's a, a good, good doctor dude. yeah and this is this is what like this is a good representation in my opinion of doctors because this is what most doctors out there are like good people who want to help like help people that's one of the reasons they get into being a doctor usually okay sure. not always like especially not like uh, what are the what are those called plastic surgery doctors and whatever they're trying to be rich? But yeah. I assume that anybody who gets into a giant field like that is probably looking for some kind of cash back. Oh, not me. Um, so uh, this I'm, bus- that's not to say that I don't think any doctor is actually trying to help people. Yeah, I'm just saying, you know, 1993, bro. Mm-hmm. This bus getting hit by the train. Mm-hmm. <sighs> Top-notch special effects. Insane. Man. Like, ins- right, yeah, exactly. Insane. Like, just I was ridiculously good. Yeah, yeah, I know. I'm, I couldn't believe it. I was, <laughs> re-watching this movie, I was shocked, yeah. like, how awesome <laughs> the train hit was. It's just, yeah. it's crazy, and we'll get to why. Sure. Uh, Kimball ultimately rescues the black guy. Yep. And, uh, and he ta- he takes the fuck off at this point. Mm-hmm, um, mm-hmm. The, the He gets to the hospital, and I gotta tell you, man, this prison uniform ain't too great. It's not very, uh, like, you want prison uniforms to be 
it orange. Was, right. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. You want that shit to look like you just got out of prison. Right. You don't want to also kind of maybe be a janitor. Yeah, that's, that's exactly <laughs> what I was thinking. Like this is like a janitor's uniform, yeah. man. Like holy fuck, this thing. This, yeah, it's literally a layup to getting uh, right. to getting away with with escaping. Absolutely, because it's like saying this is going to also blend in. Yeah, go yep. ahead. And uh, he start he you know gets into a guy's room, jacks his stuff and whatnot, gets some food, get all that stuff. Dude, when he yeah. was eating his food, yeah, I was just, just like, like that poor old dude. Yeah, you know, the he's old gonna, dude doesn't he, need it. What? The old dude didn't need it, dude. The old dude was giving was getting food. Yeah, he, they're not gonna give somebody food like that unless they can actually eat it. Uh, I don't Otherwise, know. they looked, just put liquids in them. This old dude up. probably woke up and he was just like. The fuck, man! <laughs> like I'm fucking hungry. Guess what? He can order more food. So, uh, yeah. So Kimball starts to take off. Uh, ambulance shows up. Oh, also, they refill the dude's water out of the sink. Yeah, that's gross. Why? That the, that doesn't happen in a hospital. Oh, that's '90s, baby. <laughs> that's some '90s shit right yeah. there, baby. Yeah, absolutely. We all did that. I mean, do we used to drink out of fucking water hoses in our backyard? Oh, yeah. With all that lead in there? Absolutely. Yikes! You know. You go so, check yourself for lead poisoning. I'll check myself before I wreck myself. <laughs> so he uh, gets out there, and then the black guard is actually on his way in. Mm-hmm. And he's I like, like oh. he shuts him up. Yeah, he's like, puts a thing on it, and he's like, and he, he says something about, like, you know, make sure they check whatever the, you know, where he was stabbed. I don't yeah. remember the exact like, name. How could you tell him? Right. He's yeah. like, how can you ch- so know that by looking at his face or whatever? He yeah. runs off, jacks that fucking ambulance, and takes off. Uh, Tommy Lee Jones shows up on the scene of the prison break. Uh, the lead, like, uh, sheriff of the area yep. is talking to Wilford Brimley's brother. Mm-hmm. And Wilford Brimley's brother is, of course, giving the bullshit story. Yeah. yeah I don't know what happened. I rescued him. Yeah. I threw him out or whatever, this yeah, and that, blah, yeah. blah, blah. And uh, everybody else died, though, or whatnot. And they're like, he's like, are you sure everybody died? He's like, I'm a, I'm 100% sure they all died. Yeah. And then one of... Uh, uh, Tommy Lee Jones is like, you know, okay, we'll find the bodies or whatever. And the sheriff's like, get the fuck out of here. We don't need to find the bodies. They got to, you know, obliterated or whatnot. He's like, well, okay, you know, it is what it is. And then his, one of his guys. Oh, he, he like right away, he's just like, oh, yeah, you don't want to do your job. That's fine. That's fine. I'll do your job for right. you. Right. He's you like, know, you like, know, I'll take it, over the Exactly. If you don't want to do it. Yeah. And then he shows up with the, uh, his, one of his partners shows up with the leg chains. Yeah. And he's like, oh, hey, look at this. You yeah. know, we always like to see leg and chains without legs. They in look home. at Wilford Ridley's brother. They're just like, you gonna? He, well, she, what does he say? Uh, he says, "Would you like to adapt your story?" And yeah. he goes, w- "What do you mean? Yeah. Do you want to change your bullshit story?" <laughs> yeah, for sure. Yeah. <laughs> and yeah, then he's like, "All right, well, uh, he might have got away or whatnot." And they start to chase after him, and of course, they get a report that an ambulance was stolen from yeah. from uh, that place. So yeah. they start to chase him down. The ambulance uh, is they immediately find him too. Right, they find like, him yeah, right yeah. away. Gotcha. Get him in a tunnel. Yeah. He's fucked in this tunnel. Yeah, uh, they, I was very surprised how um, immediate, like how they were always like one right inch behind him. him. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, it never felt like he was ahead by more than five minutes. Yes, yeah. I which, agree. Which added to a tremendous amount of anxiety. Right. Of course. Of course. That, I mean, that's the whole point of it. Mm-hmm, that's mm-hmm. that to me is. Pretty realistic, though. Like, I've watched, like, Almost Got Aways With It and stuff sure. like that, where they talk about, like, people that break out and they hunt them down and stuff like that. Yeah. And it is one of these things where they're, like, always an inch behind and stuff like yeah. that. And nobody right. can ever rest. And then what they'll usually do is, after, like, if they can't get to you within the first, like, week or something like that, mm-hmm. they'll then kind of let you go a little bit and relax. And hope they fuck up. And, well, and let you get reestablished in life somewhere. Yeah. And then come and fucking get and you. And he, right uh, he did make that point later yes, on. Yes, of course. Yep. So uh, they chase him into the tunnel. They they follow him into the tunnels. And he ends up, Tommy Lee Jones slips, falls, loses his gun. Uh, gets back up, and Harrison Ford's sitting there with his gun. Yeah. And he and what does he tell him? I didn't kill my wife. I don't care. <laughs> yeah. Dude, what a line. Yeah, man. What yeah. a fucking... Like, I wonder to myself, like, if that was, like, the line he was told to give, or uh-huh. if Tommy Lee Jones is just like... This is perfect right here. Yeah, exactly. Right. Like I, I, that's as somebody pointed out on our podcast, (laughs) right. This is like the lawful neutral as fuck thing right here. Like (laughs) you, I don't give a fuck if you killed your wife. That's not my job to decide if you killed your wife or not. You are on the run from the law and I'm going to catch you and bring you back in. And so eventually he catches up with him, gets the drop on Kimball, has a gun on him, you know, and he gives him the whole, you know, get on your knees or whatever. And Kimball takes a fucking dive Dive. off that goddamn thing. And then he dies. He dies. Yeah, and that, that's the end of the movie. So let me mention one thing I wish that they would have done in this he movie. He dropped like 
a long hunt, three hundred, a livable amount of drop. Yeah, but oh yeah, oh yeah, absolutely. But not for a normal person. Maybe if he slid, I wish at some point because then he gets out of the water. He like kind of bandages himself up because he's kind of cut and whatnot. Yeah, and um, he gets to a road, and then a woman picks him up in the road, and they take off. Now I wish this movie to me is very interesting. I wish there was a line that was like. He uh, got his medical training while he was in the Marine Corps or something like that. Like, I wish there would have been some sort of, like... To teach him how to fall. Yeah, teach him how to survive in all this shit, man. Like, because earlier they're like, a guy could only travel so far, you know, in this amount of time, but he's further than that zone already. So, like, he's clearly, like, this super fit dude, super smart. And it's almost a little too much. Like, I really wish there would have been a a reason why he was able to... And I wish it was, like, Like he was Army Special Forces. Like, just one little throwaway line where just, like, hey, Chief, you're going to want to know that before he did this, he was Army Special Forces. Right, and exactly. That's something like yeah, that, right. Yeah. Nothing that matters past that. Or like Marine Corps Recon or something like that. Just yeah, yeah. so it would have been like he had some kind of extra or training. Isn't, that, isn't there uh, like a specific kind of like the most dangerous military job, isn't it? The, like, the well, like SEALs, who, you mean? No, no, even more than that, isn't it? Like like people who go like rescue? Yeah, uh, Paris Search and Rescue? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, that's like, pretty hardcore. If they would have said that. Like, it would have been like, he used to be para-search and rescue before he became a doctor or some shit. Literally anything. I would have been like, okay. I mean, you could have been like, he was an infantryman. I fucking, just anything. He was, a, like, he was a Boy Scout troop leader. Right, he was a Boy Scout troop leader. Yeah, for sure. He had all of his ribbons. Yeah, like, every, every single, ribbon. every single uh, uh, patch that you can have, he yep. had those. He got them. Yeah. So they they basically, everybody other than Tommy Lee Jones is like, that dude is fucking dead. Like, mm-hmm. there is no way you could survive this. And that's, again, why I wish, like... Like yeah, somebody, Cypher from the Matrix was just like, oh, so we can go home now. Yes, yeah, exactly. He's wow. just like, all right, uh, time time to get the fuck out of here or whatnot. And he's like, well, if he's dead, it'll be very easy to find the body. Then, yeah. so let's drag the you know the turn. And why the fuck is that thing still on or whatever? You know, because he's trying to get the dam shut off and everything else. And uh, you know, it's funny when every time he was in the water, especially early on in the movie, I I, I was thinking, yeah, I would have just let the water take me for a while. You know? Yeah, because yeah. you're not leaving, you're not living leaving any prints. You're not right. spending any energy. I'd just be like, no, nah, I'm gonna take chill in this river yeah. for a while. Yeah, I mean, he does for a little while, and then we don't know where he gets out at. He just gets mm-hmm. out eventually. So uh, he goes to St. Louis. Yep, and he gets a ride. And the next scene, I love this because the next scene is them, and they're on track now. And they're like, "Hey, uh, he was picked up by a woman. She she picked a, picked him up after work, took him back to her house. We know where she, he's at now, or whatnot." And then they start to like go into like get up, get Kimball. Yeah, and uh, they get to the house that he's at. They get in the house, and it's like a black woman, though, that's there. And they're, and so you're instantly like, oh, wait, what? You know. Yeah. And then it's, of course, that black guy that got you know escaped. And there's a whole yeah. scene where he takes control of the, yeah. the one of the marshals, and Tommy Lee Jones doesn't give a fuck and just shoots him right in the fucking yeah, head. Yeah, you know, when they when they busted the door down, I was just like, oh, they're going to get some information out of him or something yeah. like that, right? Yeah. And then when he kills him, I'm like, you don't even want to interview him? Yeah, yeah. No, he's like, can I, can I tell you something? I don't bargain right and like this is an important like i feel like there are a lot of scenes like you point out like him helping people earlier there's a lot of scenes like this that are just important to the overall character development of these people and whatnot like you know now a you've had the uh the interaction earlier where he doesn't care that he killed his wife or not uh you know this interaction right here so you're just building more of tommy lee jones character awesome they're making sure that you know tommy lee jones no nonsense uh, is doing his job yeah Period. Absolutely. Absolutely. So uh, let me say this, too. Harrison Ford gets picked up by a woman on her way home, right? This only happens with a white guy. Ain't no black guy in the middle of nowhere getting picked up from a woman. Hey, where are you going? All right, come on in or whatnot. Mm-hmm. That's that's mm-hmm. not happening. So, <laughs> uh, yeah. So Richard gets back up to Chicago, and he starts to do some research at this point. Uh, he runs into his old buddy, uh, Nick Nichols. Nichols. Yeah, Nichols. Dr. Nichols. Yep. Gives him some money and whatnot. And uh, the marshals figure out that he is in um, Chicago because of the train and this and that. It doesn't matter. It's a little silly, but like they figure out. I mean, yeah. You know know why I thought it was cool? Okay, give it to me. I feel like there was a lot of work done to make it so that what in past movies seemed a little tropey. Okay. 
wasn't leaned on in sure, this movie. Sure. So like where they're just like, oh, that's an L train. I yeah. loved that Tommy Lee Jones instantly was just like, oh, you know that? Why? Because you got the best hearing, like hearing in the fucking yeah. planet, you know? Like I liked that. Sure, little, I get like, you. Like, I get you. And yeah. like, not only that, he's, they're like, there's four cities with L trains. So yeah. that means absolutely nothing. But then that's, they hear in the background, yeah. there's a little like, next stop, whatever yeah. the hell. And then that's how they start to figure yes. out where he's at. I, I liked the attention to reality. Sure, yeah. sure. Yeah, I'm sure they had like a U.S. Marshal or someone in the know kind of on the mm-hmm. set to help develop all this shit. Sure, yeah. So it's just like a military movie or anything else where sure. they try to have somebody on the set or yeah. like mafia movies and shit. So uh, they, the Marshals track him back to Chicago. They talk to Dr. Nichols, and they're not like confronting Dr. Nichols because they ran into Kimball or anything like that. They just want to talk to him because he knew Kimball. Mm-hmm. In, spe- in fact, that's what they say, yeah. that he worked with Kimball. Yeah. And and the doctor's just like, yeah, I saw Kimball today. And I literally like, saw him just like... And they're like, Wait, what? Yeah. You know, like, they're like blown away yeah. or whatnot. Yeah. And he's like, uh, he kind of like teases him a little bit. He's like, look, uh, this guy is ridiculously smart. And they're like, we're pretty smart guys. And he's, they're, he's like... You're not Richard Kimball smart. That's basically what he tells you. You're not as smart goes, as he Are you Richard Kimball right. smart? He's like, no. e- even I'm not Richard <laughs> I'm not that smart. Right, exactly. He's even smarter than me. There's no way you're going to catch him if he doesn't want to be caught yeah. in, in the long run. So, But he's here for a reason. So they now know that there's a reason he's in Chicago. So mm-hmm. he's not going to be leaving Chicago yep. or anything like yep. that. Yep. They just need to let him settle in a little bit, and then they can catch up. And that's him. what he said. He's right. just like, okay, now let's just give him a little space. Yep. Let him feel a little comfortable. Right, exactly. And then they start to talk to some of his other colleagues, and we find out from uh, Miss You Can't Bullshit a Bullshitter. Yeah, that Miss, uh, next time you want to bullshit somebody, <laughs> bullshit each other instead. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Jane yeah. Lynch. As soon as I saw yeah. Jane Lynch in this movie, I was like, oh, that's Yeah, crazy. exactly, yeah, yeah. exactly. And she's another old friend of his, mm-hmm. and she says the same thing. Just like, this dude can yeah. blend in. He's going he's gonna, to he's gonna be here for a reason. And he's and they're like, well, you know, what is he, if he talks to you, would you know you, you let us know or whatever? He's like, she's not going yeah. to talk to me. Like, he's, he's yeah, way too sure. smart for this or whatnot. Yeah, yeah. And so um, at this point, Richard is like, okay, I got to get my life together and kind of like set myself up so mm-hmm. that I can start to get this shit figured out. Yeah. So he rents a house from like a Polish lady, yeah, basically, a little Polish lady yeah. underneath. And it's very quiet downstairs place and whatnot so it's perfect for him he uh, steals an id gets his id set up and now we get like kind of a montage because what he wants to do is he wants to figure out who the one-armed man right exactly So he's just like all right let's let's go see what kind of prosthetics these are yes and then we'll start working from there right and i think this is like you know as silly as this is or this could be conceived as silly i think this is important like you point out earlier just because like because he's a doctor, there's like a hundred different types of doctors yeah. and whatnot. So he's not going to know everything about no. this other thing. So he has to like do all this research on which are, you know, what part and of the thing. And he did all of it. Yes. You know, like he um, found he found an ID. Yes. Sold the ID. Yep. Forged the ID. Yeah. Went to the prosthetics lab uh, multiple times, yep. you know, scouted it first yep. and went in as a janitor. Like, there was so much work done yes. to just be like, this is how he got it. Yes. Um, and the IDs and things like that later on were just like, uh, you know, had to be abandoned at some yep. certain times. They weren't got him caught. They, yep. Like, I just, the attention to detail was so like, like, I, I talk about having to suspend my disbelief a lot. Sure. It's actually what... Uh, pulls me out of movies of course. the quickest. The moment I have to be like, ah, that's a little bit of a... This movie went so above and beyond so that I wouldn't have to do that. Yeah. It, and I would say the other thing that's good about this scene to me is it's not told as just that. This is... Like, 80s used to have montages all the time. Mm-hmm. They do this as a montage, but it's a very good montage to me yeah. because you're seeing him, but you're also seeing Tommy Lee Jones like do the little things to yeah. try to catch up with him, and he's always a couple steps behind of yeah. what he's doing and shit like that, and they're trying to figure out exactly where he's going to be next. And so they have this cool cat-and-mouse montage yeah. of yeah. what's going on and whatnot. And so um, when he's at the hospital one day, though, he's almost got everything together, and he's got... All Almost all the information, mm-hmm. and he's there, and he's doing his thing, and it's it's kind of hectic. And oh, that's a- that's when he so he finally has the paperwork. Yes, like he went in as a as a janitor. He he uh, narrowed it down right yep. to five potential people who has who have this specific prosthetic. Correct. And then he's just like, okay, it's one of these fucking five people. There's no yep. way that it's not. He's leaving the hospital. 
and uh, he like can't leave because all of the, like the hecticness that's going on, you know. And that's when um, he's a little boy. And it's important uh, the day before this. I think isn't it the day before this? The cops show up at the, his house, and yes. they break in, and they they he's going crazy. Turns it's out like that morning they're there. Right, yeah. you're right. They're there to bust the Polish dude, yeah. and, and they're drug dealers yeah. basically. And so yeah. they arrest the Polish dude. And so while he's at the hospital and he's doing his thing, uh, the Polish dude we see like a him on the other side, and he snitches out Kimball. Like, yeah. hey, I'm pretty sure that's that guy that was there. Yeah. And those two Chicago, the only two detectives in all of Chicago yeah. are there to yep. take this guy's information, of course. And so while he, as you point out, there's a kid there. He's got a uh, bad chest, and there's a doctor there, and that doctor's a fucking idiot. So he's like, yeah. he's just got this other thing going on. Yeah. And you see Kimball kind of like saying, you know, check the thing, check the thing or whatever. And Julian Moore says, hey, take this guy, this kid over to, you know, room yeah. four, 14 or whatever, yeah. please. And so he's like, okay, cool. So he starts to take him up. He's looking at the, the paperwork and everything like that, realizes this guy's a fucking idiot. Yeah. This is actually what's wrong with the kid. Yeah. Takes him to the right place to surgery, tells, you know, forges the documents and all that shit. Yep. yep. Uh, you know, and takes him to the right place, yeah. gets this kid, saves this kid's fucking life doing yeah. this. Comes down, Julian Moore busts him, yeah. and is like, yeah, you're a janitor, hey? Like, and this and that. Like, yeah. you know, that's kind of weird that you're a janitor and you know like how, checking, to look, yeah. how to read fucking x-rays yeah. and shit like Reading that. Reading the x-rays and yeah. taking them to the different place. <laughs> he's, like, he's like, yeah, I do that as a side business or yeah. whatever, right? Yeah, it's, it's my hobby. It's my hobby. That's what he says, right. I got to tell you, man, not an emotional guy at all. Mm-hmm. That scene with the black kid yeah. got me a little emotional. Yeah, yeah, Like, yeah. I was, like, a little, like, uh, just, like, th- this dude is just a good he's dude. He's a good man. dude. He's such a good yeah, dude, yeah. right? He's the risking- way he's talking to the kid, too, yes. he's, like, he's like real doctor, like, yeah. calming him down. Yeah. And he's just, like, you're going to be okay, you know? Like, he's, right. like, fuck it, I might get in trouble, but I'm not going to let this kid die. Right, exactly. Yeah, like, this yeah. kid's life is more important than my life. Yeah, is yeah. what I really read it as, is yeah. I'll get caught before I let this kid die, sure, is what, yeah. it, what it boiled down to to me. And that's, again, you know, the, the, the doctor thing, you know, especially yeah, on yeah. movies. So, uh... Yeah, Julian Moore calls the cops, and uh, he escapes. He escapes. Yeah. Gerard shows up, and he's like, you know, what what happened or whatever this and that, and she's kind of like, you know, uh, and, and he says, all you did is take his ID, and yeah. he's like, well, I tried to call, but he I ran also like that. Yeah. I like that, yeah. where he was just like, why the fuck did you do something this stupid? Right. Because, right. like, that was like, I also thought that, when yeah. she just, she's like, wait right here, and she took yeah. the ID, and like, hey, call security, and then he dipped. I was yeah. just like, of course he's going to dip. Right. And then Tommy Lee Jones is like, of course he's going to dip. You right. know, like, well, and I, she's I, like, I, what like, was I supposed to do? Yeah. I called security and whatnot. Yeah. And she's like, and then Tommy Lee Jones is like, so what ended up happening with the kid or whatever? And he's like, oh, yeah, that guy saved his life. Yeah. You know, he would have died otherwise. Yeah. So, and I feel like is, that's when Tommy Lee Jones was just like, I was going to say, this is the first time he's having second thoughts. Yeah. Because he's, he's opening the thing. Or, like, right after he says it, he's kind of even, like, thinking at that point yeah. in time. And he kind of... Because, like, why the fuck? Why, in all of the good fuck... Yes. Would he stop to save someone's life? Right. You know? And more importantly, his friend comes up and he's like... You, you're Richard Kimball. You're the smart guy. Yeah. What the fuck are you doing in this hospital? Why yeah. would you be here? Yeah. And right you when are he risking says, a lot. Right. Yeah. And right when he says that, a one-armed man walks by them, and yeah. they follow that one-armed man to into the, the prosthetics, prosthetics yeah. and they start to figure out why he's there. Yeah. So, like, oh, this dude's legitimately trying to prove his innocence. Right. Exactly. And so they start to leave. And Richard starts to call all the different people. Yeah, yeah. He finds out that a couple of dudes are dead. So yep, yep. Uh, one one dude is dead. One dude is in prison. Yeah. Another dude is like you know, out of the country or now, something like that. The prison dude, though, right. that's when he was just like, okay. we're going to get to that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So he goes to the prison to go talk to this guy. Yeah. <laughs> I love this scene. He's like, sits down. The guy comes out and he's like, who the fuck are you or whatever? He's like, oh, I'm sorry. I was the wrong yeah. person. He's like, well, you better talk to me about something. Yeah, for sure. He's like, well, we got some time, man. Like, I don't right. want to just go back. Right. Exactly. Like, so, yeah. I wish I could. Sorry, I'm man. Out. Yeah, I got I to gotta get going. But and at the same time. They know. They also researched the prosthetic yes. shit. And they didn't get as close as he did because right. he narrowed it down to five dudes. Yes. They could only narrow it down to like 37 people or yes. 47 people. But then he was just like, okay, cross-reference that with anybody who's got a criminal record. Yep. And so that's why they ended up at the same fucking location. The first location. person they're going to talk to is the guy Kimball yeah. just came to talk to. Yep. yep. And so they show up and they're trying to get on the elevator and whatnot. And the, and, and uh, Tommy Lee Jones is like, fuck this. I'm not waiting for the elevator. I'm going to yeah. start to go, yeah. you know, take the stairs. So they take the stairs. Kimball's taking the other set of stairs. They eventually get to a point where 
Tommy Lee Jones just happens to look over and yeah. sees a guy he think might be. It looks kind of similar to Richard. Yeah. So he walks over there, and this scene this scene shows human nature, yeah. right? Yeah. Because yeah. you hear your like, name, you're instantly like, right? <laughs> you look because he's like Richard, and he looks up. Now yeah. you would say in hindsight, nobody would do that because no. you would just of keep course, walking. Dude. Of course, you yeah, would do. For sure. Right? People call a name similar to yours, and yeah. you turn around to dude, look. You know, if so. I'm running down the stairs and somebody screams my name, I would, right. I would jerk. You right? Know? Like, you're like, what the fuck? Right. Yeah, Even if you're sure. on the run, you yeah. still have those human instinct, yeah, instincts, yeah, yeah. you know, and whatnot. So it seems so silly, but it's so realistic, yeah, right? Yeah. And so he starts to chase after his ass, gets down to him. Eventually, now, this is, I think, the only part in the movie where I was just like, he doesn't have like a walkie talkie on him. Yeah. Because, like, he's just chasing this guy. Like, it never, does he take out a, a fucking walkie talkie and go, I'm chasing him, close all doors. Like he just chases him without telling anybody. Yeah, to right. He he gets to a certain point where Richard gets onto a floor, yeah. starts to take off. Yeah. Okay, on that. He tells floor. the cop. He tells yeah. the cop. This guy chasing hey, me. He's got a gun. No, he goes. There's a guy waving a gun in a blue overcoat back <laughs> yeah. there. <or> not. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> what, what a fucking smart thing yeah, to do, right? Sure. You know, like yeah. you see the cops, you're like, hey, that guy's got a gun or whatever. <laughs> and because he doesn't look like a cop or anything yeah, like yeah. that, of course for they're sure. going to stop the guy. And he's got a gun in his hand, sure, you know? <laughs> literally waving a gun. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> So they stop Tommy Lee Jones. The black guy comes out at the same time. He's like, he's a, he's a marshal or whatever, right? Yeah, and yeah. they're like, we're after that guy or whatever. So they start to get after him. Yeah. They, they close the doors. They're trying to close the door. Close the blast doors. Close the blast doors. <laughs> I love the cop that tries to reach for him and yeah, like falls, falls over. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Kimball like gets away by the skin of his teeth, dude. Yeah. And like, and yeah. at this point, still, I like that Tommy Lee Jones. Shoots his ass. Yes, so like just he's shoots just like a, in this moment. Yeah, I killed you. Yeah, you're still running away yeah, from the yeah, cops. Yeah. You're still a threat. You know, because to me, you're still a murderer. Sure. So yeah, yeah. just starts unloading yeah. shots at him. But because it was like the state house, glass. Or yep. Yeah, it's bulletproof glass. Of course, of course. So uh, clever, clever, clever. He gets out into the like. The lobby area. The other cops, at some point, they must have talked to the other cops because the other cops go all the way to the roof. roof. They see him go running out. They're like, he's crossing across the... And even if they didn't um, tell the cops to go on the roof, like there wasn't any communication, one of the things that I also liked about this is that at the very least, uh, Tommy Lee Jones' crew, all of them were good at their job. Teammates. Yeah, yeah. It's a team. None of them were like the oafish, like, they, oh, he got away from me. Yeah. Everyone, from the kid with the ponytail yep. to Cypher from the Matrix yeah. to the black guy, all of them were like, and, and, and the, the other white guy, yeah. and the black lady, all of them were about their fucking business, yep. and none of them were a detriment to the team. No. I like that that trope didn't exist here. Yeah, because even the kid with the ponytail, you thought might have started to be a detriment to the yeah, team, yeah. but he actually plays an important role yeah. later on, he too. Drove, so, sure, right, yeah. exactly. I so. even thought that he was going to be like somehow involved because of how much yeah. like of a role he was playing, yeah. and he wasn't. He was no. just good at his fucking another marshal. Yeah, right, was, exactly. Well. So they chase after his ass, and he jumps into the uh, Chicago uh, St. Patrick's Day parade. Yeah, which made me think, fuck, we should have done this for St. Patrick's Day. But anyways, <laughs> <laughs> you know, I'm so glad that we dropped all those fucking <laughs> themes. <dude. laughs> Funny, they're coming back in yeah. November. So uh, actually, October. October. So. Uh, I feel like we should just do the October and the December. Uh, so I'm going to go behind the scenes here, which I usually do at the end. Yeah, yeah. But, okay. So he gets into the middle of that, that Teamster area, right, sure. with his hat on, takes yeah. off his coat. Yeah. And did you look at any of the Teamsters around him? No. They're, like, smiling, like, and sure. stuff like that, right? This happened in real life. Sure. They filmed this in the parade, and he ran into the parade. Nobody knew Harrison Ford was going to be in this situation, and he's marching in the real St. Patrick's Day parade next to those people. That's why if you rewatch the scene, the guys are, like, trying not to laugh or, like, smile or anything like that all around him. They weren't told? No. Only the mayor and, uh, like, the the leader of the parade were told, but the people in the parade had no idea whatsoever. They they weren't even told, hey, there's going to be cameras? No. And so, like, on top of that, like... People just thought they were filming the actual parade and shit. Oh, okay. So, that's crazy. Yeah, that's, that's risky, That man. is insanity, yeah, dude. that's risk. But uh, we'll get to a couple of reasons why later sure, on okay, and whatnot. Okay, so, okay, yeah. um, but yeah, it makes me laugh out loud when I was watching it because, like, the teamster right behind Harrison Ford is, like, trying so hard <laughs> to, like, keep a straight that. face and yeah, shit like yeah. that. And he's got his sunglasses on and everything else. Sure. So, he eventually gets away, of course, with the crowd and... Uh, 
he continues to do his searching and he gets to the correct guy's house finally. Uh, Skikes? Skikes. Skikes? Sykes, Sykes, thank you. So, and as soon as he walks in, he looks at a picture and he's like, that's the fucking guy guy. right there. That's him. But why the fuck did this guy kill my wife? Like, it makes no, like, I've never even seen this guy before. So he starts going through, like, his papers and stuff. And he finds check stubs from the pharmaceutical. Well, more importantly, before that, he sees a picture that he was on a fishing trip with another doctor. No, not with a doctor, with the pharmaceutical guy. No, no, no. There's a third doctor as, as well in this because I'm going to get to why that third doctor is important. Okay. So he sees a picture with him and that other doctor, and they were on a fishing trip, and he thinks about it, and he's like, I remember that talking to that doctor, this and that. Then he sees the picture with that doctor, the pharmaceutical guy, and that guy, and the three of them are together with another dude that are all on this one other picture and mm-hmm. whatnot. Okay, yeah. so... He sees the check stubs, and he starts to figure out exactly. He's like, wait, I remember this company. And he starts to remember all this different shit and talking about this company's thing and that he was going to do some testing for the thing and whatnot. So, And he remembers that when he was in the surgery, uh, the person that they were doing uh, surgery for last minute – had some liver issue. Right. That that he was just like, oh, I think this is like because of the new fucking medicine. Or yes. Whatever. And it's going to be problematic for because it. This might is one of his problem. test patients. It was yes. one of the test patients for that pharmaceutical Absolutely. Uh, new drug. Yeah. Absolutely. And at this point, he uh, we cut over to Gerard and they get a call from another Richard Kimball. And they're like, all right, yeah, put him through or whatever. Uh-huh. And then uh-huh. it's uh-huh. Richard Kimball. Yeah. And so they're like, keep him on the phone. Keep him on the phone. So yeah. he's just talking and talking and talking. And he's like, hey, you know, remember yeah. when I what I told you or whatever that you didn't kill your your wife and i remember and he says something about that he's on you know he knows some shit or whatever this and that on a big piece of the puzzle right and yeah. he's like trying to keep him talking and then he hangs up no he doesn't but he doesn't up. hang up yeah, he, he slams it on the he slams it on the thing so it yeah. sounds like it hangs up yeah. but he clearly didn't hang up so like he wants him to find him. of course he yeah, does yeah, yeah. right that's the whole point to yeah. that and, and then i feel like, like at this point um tommy lee jones wants to figure out what he is figuring out yes. because that way he can find him. Yes. So it's not necessarily that he cares so much about the puzzle. Right. It's just, well, if I can figure out what he's doing, yes. then I can, I can catch up to him. I think one of the important parts is step ahead. Is, like if you watch any like law enforcement stuff and whatnot too, he plays this perfectly to me because he's like, you, like you just pointed out and law enforcement hate when like a criminal is smarter than them. And they're like, they want to get, to like foil that criminal yeah, yeah, to be yeah. like you know because it, it's kind of a flex nuts situation yeah. like I was smarter than you sure. basically even though you were thought you were as smart as you possibly but were if, and if we can figure out what the fuck he's talking about we yes. can figure out where he's going exactly that exactly that so so he heads back to his old hospital mm-hmm. and he talks to his boy Bones yeah and he gets well, a, more importantly he calls his friend again Nichols Nichols you're right and he's just like hey man uh, I think I'm onto something yep call Bones for me yep let him know I'm coming so he can uh. Figure this out. I don't get why Nichols helped him. I maybe think, he was still like, "Oh, I'm not going to get caught if I as long as I keep helping." You know, yeah, I like, think it's a little bit of that. Because no. if it would have been like, "I can't help you," he would have been like, "Why the fuck can you?" Help? No, because he's going to have Sykes kill Kimball still. Oh yeah, maybe he was yeah. just like, hey, "I'm, I'm going to kill him anyway." Who gives a fuck? Right, exactly. So he's yeah. like, "Yeah, no, that's fine. and that way at the very least." Oh, that's probably why yeah. because now he knows where he's going to be, so yes. he sends Sykes to kill him. Yes, and Sykes ends up showing up there. Correct. And he doesn't yep. find him, but you know yeah. that was probably it. Right. Yeah. Because the when Sykes shows up there, the actual U.S. Marshals are there. Sure. So he gets. He's his like, ship "I'll boats. totally tell you where to go. That way, right. I know where you're going to be." Absolutely. So uh, he gets his shit and he takes off and everything's coming together for him at this point because he goes to see the bullshitter. The bullshitter shows him the the livers. They have three samples of the liver or whatnot, but it's... Fuck, how is this? Yeah, so it's three samples of the liver. Yes. None of them are damaged. Right. But they're all the same from the same person. Yes. So it's supposed to be three separate samples of the liver. And it's actually... Three samples from the same, same liver. liver. So yep. it's obviously been doctored. Right. And there's something that doctored this over and yeah. whatnot. So, um, and then she's the one that figures out that's weird. This guy's dead. Yes. But a lot of these samples were cleared the day he died. Yes. So there's probably somebody else working with him. Yes. And then he was just like, I got to go see about a girl. And they need to find, figure out. That this, and then they also figure out, out on the, on that this, this doctor was killed yeah. in a car crash, yeah. but it wasn't really a car crash. It was a guy running into him and, yeah. and killing him, yeah. knocking him over into the ocean. But in this moment, and he just figured it out. Yes. Yeah. And importantly, so in real life, this doctor, 
Uh, he was supposed to be in the movie, this and that, blah, blah, blah. He died. Okay, the guy who played the this doctor, actor. in real life, he died. He was very sick at the end, yeah. and he couldn't fi- finish filming. So they worked in this, like, death of this doctor into the actual script. He actually died two weeks after this movie came out, too. Oh, no way. In real life, yes. That's crazy. The guy who plays this doctor, that, yeah, that was yeah. important to the to the role as well. So Sykes is talking to Nichols. We know that, although we don't need to actually hear who he's talking to. He's like, yeah, no, I looked over there. He's not there, this and that, blah, blah, blah. And at that point, Sykes sees him. Sees him. Yeah. He's like, wait a second, I'm on him. Yeah. So he gets onto the train. They have a little train scene and whatnot. Mm-hmm. Sykes gets up, tries to uh, accost um, Kimball. But at that point, a Chicago Police Department guy uh, he says, Kimball, or whatever, you know. That dude, Sykes, turns around, guns the fuck out of that yeah. police officer. Yeah. And and then Kimball beats the shit out of Sykes. Yeah. Ro- locks his ass up. Yeah. Leaves his ass there. Yeah. Takes off. Goes to the Hilton to go confront his friend because now he's got everything put together. Yeah. Okay. Uh, Tommy Lee Jones finds out that a cop was just killed. They yeah. think Kimball killed the cop. Yeah. So they now really need to get their asses in gear because yeah. uh, the Chicago Police Department is going to be gun ho to take this fucker out. Yeah. So the cops show up at the Hilton as well. And because this- they saw him coming in, but by this point, Tommy Lee Jones also knows. He knows where he's going. Yes. Exactly. But he also knows that he's, that he's not. Uh, guilty of this, right? He's also figured it out. By yes, this point. Yeah. well, because they talk to Bones and everything else, yeah. and they know pretty much everything that Kimball knows at yeah. this point. Not everything, but most of what yeah, Kimball knows yeah. at this point. And Tommy Lee Jones is like on it. He's yeah. like sharp. He's like, okay, yeah. Yeah, I, I see where this going. Yeah, where this went. Exactly, exactly. So um, at this point, Kimball, you know, confronts Nichols in front of everybody, and he just like lets it known, and he faked his results, this and that, blah blah blah, to everybody. And they start to go to another room, and then they just start fighting right away. Yeah. And then the fighting gets over breaks the up. chair, bro. yeah, bro. instantly. It yeah. just gets out of control. Now, fighting. This I felt like was a very '90s scene. Yeah, it reminded me of Commando, actually. Sure, where they're like in the pipes, you know, yeah. fighting each other and shit. I was just like, this is a very like, like, oh, I'm I'm over here and yeah. I'm over here, kind of like drawn yeah. out kind of thing. For sure, it was okay. Yeah, and they, I mean, they, so they're fighting throughout the pipes. Tommy Lee Jones knows that they're there. They chase him into the pipe room as well. Cyrus comes with him as well. Uh, they're all, and then Tommy Lee Jones, they can't find him, and Tommy Lee Jones just starts talking. He's yeah. just like, Richard, give it up or whatnot. And he's yeah. like, either, you know, I know what's really happened. I, I like know you didn't too, kill your wife. He's just like, man, I, I know it wasn't you, okay? Yeah. Like, just come let's, out. Let's do this together. Either I'm lying and yeah. you're going to get shot, you know, <laughs> whatever, yeah. right? Like, so he's like, or you could trust me or whatnot. And yeah. at this point, Cyrus, Cyrus takes a fucking support beam to the face from the other doctor. I was like, this would just straight fucking kill you. Like, yeah, he turns around dude. and support yeah. beam right to the face. Uh, Cracked skull, dude. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. Nichols takes his gun. He's going to try to get the job, drop on Tommy Lee Jones, yeah. and Harrison Ford jumps him yeah. and fucking knocks right. him down with a pipe. Yeah, for sure. And uh, Tommy Lee Jones has his gun on him, but he just drops the pipe, yeah. Yeah. and it's just kind of like, yeah, yeah. all right. Yeah. Uh, they you do got a- what you were looking for. You got me to believe you. Yes. Let's 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 go deal with this. Yep. And they put him on they put him under arrest. They take him out to the US Marshal's car mm-hmm. and then he takes off to the handcuffs yeah, yeah. and he's like, I thought you didn't care. And he's like, I don't. Mm-hmm. Don't tell anybody else. Sure, and yeah, then they drive of off to a very Which I 90s. thought was very cute. Yes, of course. Yeah, I mean yeah. it's nineties, right? You yeah, know, so yeah. uh so let's go a couple behind the scenes off the yeah, bat. Yeah. Okay. Give me with some hit me with some fugitive behind the scenes. Here we go. The plot of this movie is crazy and it's deep. And it's awesome to me. And uh, here's the thing. Most of this plot was written by the director, Tommy Lee Jones, and Harrison Ford. Like the three of them were sitting down together writing this movie? Yes, because there was a like a writer's strike thing going on. And so like the screenwriter was fucking terrible. The only thing that he wrote was basically the beginning of Kimball's bus ride to the end of the train. And then he like had a fit and basically left. And yeah. so... Almost like half of these these fucking scenes in this movie were written the day of the filming of the scene. No way. Yeah, I know it's fucking ridiculous. What? And so like, though, here's what's crazy, dude. They yeah. had like a rough outline of like what was gonna like how this was gonna go and shit like that. Yeah. The pharmaceutical angle was completely came up by Tommy Lee Jones and Harrison Ford together. Yeah. They just came up with that, like, oh, let's have him, like, we, with the pharmaceutical thing, yeah. and we'll say that he's, like, tied to that, and all this and shit. All that was came up by them. What the fuck? <laughs> I know, I know. Uh, the parade scene, I already brought I mean, that up. I mean, clearly they're talented human of beings. Of course, yeah, and they've been doing sure. a lot of shit at this point, yeah, so. Yeah, yeah. Um, 
So I want to give you the budget for this first. Uh huh. Forty-four million dollars. Forty-four million dollars. Okay. Over one million dollars was used for the train scene. Just the train scene. Yes. Yeah. Of course. A real train was used. Of course. They it took looked the, like it. They the only thing they did is take the main part of the engine out. Okay. Okay. And then just like put it on their own like like mechanical wheels and all this other okay. shit, so yeah. it didn't have the heaviness of the engine. Yeah. But all of that shit was filmed with a bus, real bus, yeah. real train, yeah. and shot in a single fucking shot. Yeah. Of the course. whole fucking. You only thing get one shot of that shit. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. Wow. And the scene is. It's perfect. I mean, you like, know, really. it's such a nothing scene. Right. It happens at the beginning of the movie, and it doesn't really serve the plot. Yes. But holy shit that they do the fuck out of this scene. Yeah. If nothing else, I was just like, oh, they're taking this shit seriously. Right, right. Yeah. $44 million budget, $380 million made off the Yeah, movie. that's so, good. Good for yeah. them. 90s, not worldwide like movies are nowadays. Sure, so. yeah. yeah. Uh, so a, a few other numbers. Considered to be the fifth best action movie of the 90s. Okay. Rotten Tomato score on this fucking thing, 96%. Average rating of 8 out of 10. Yeah. Metacritic score, 87. That's wow. must-see fucking yeah. TV. Yeah, yeah. Cinema, cinema score, which is another one, A+. Plus. Yeah. Academy Awards. This is what it was nominated for. Yeah. Best picture, okay. best supporting actor, best cinematography, best editing, wow. best score, best sound, best sound editing. And the only thing it did win, though, oh. was best supporting Tommy Lee Jones. Oh, okay. So, yeah. Interesting. Film Institute's number 33 of the top 100 thrilling movies of all time. Uh, how much? 33? 33 out of 100. Okay. For thriller movies. Sure, yeah. yeah. So huh. that's like Alfred Hitchcock type shit. And sure. Stuff like I, well, that. I'm surprised it's so far down there. I agree. I, I don't think I could think of 33 more thrilling movies. Yeah, I would have to really sit and kind of think about it for a while. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, The Fugitive, would you recommend this movie? Uh, I would 100% recommend this movie. This movie was fucking surprisingly great. You know, like, I, I, I had zero problems with this movie. Yeah. I was watching it, and I was, like, at the edge of my seat. I liked the characters. I was invested in what was happening. The plot was, like... It almost seems, especially in retrospect, pretty simple. But getting there was engaging. It yeah. was fun. You know, like there was a uh, we we talked about it earlier. How the pacing for this movie was either going to be dog shit or it was going to be just phenomenal. Right, and it was phenomenal mm-hmm. for two hours. I was hooked. I was like, "Give me the next thing, come on!" And because they didn't linger too long, the um the anxiety level was always, like, peaked, you know? Like, I always was just, like, they're right behind him kind mm-hmm. of feel. Yeah. It, it felt so cool. The uh, tunnels where, where they got him in the fucking sewer and then the... Well, in the in the courthouse, too. Both those scenes were, like, hair-raising. Yeah. And so, yeah, man, and I love the confrontation. He's just like, I don't care anymore. You know, he's just walking through the fucking ballroom scene and he's just like, I don't give a shit. You know, like you, <laughs> you did this shit. I don't care if cops come at me right now. Yeah. You did this shit. I, I, I loved it. It was, um, it was really cool. I feel like the, the, the bad guys got their comeuppance in a really, uh, like satisfying way. Um, I liked his character too. I liked the little humanizing moments that they trickled in to like show you like, this good guy's a good guy, and he's not going to give up. And you yeah. know, this guy killed his wife, and he's gonna get he's gonna get him for this before he goes right. down. Right. I liked it. You felt real determination. Uh, there was no suspending my disbelief. Uh, yeah, this movie was fucking good, man. You know, I I always, especially these days, kind of go into these movies expecting a bad movie. Sure. And, and when you were just like the fugitive, you know, nineteen ninety three Harrison Ford movie, I was just like, okay, some more schlocky early nineties sure, shit, sure. you know. And it was none of that, you yeah. know. Like the like all of the characters were believable. I was really actually happy that all the like the marshal and all of his crew were like these like smart professionals. Uh, none of it seemed like contrivance. All of it seemed like he was getting away with it because he was smart enough to do it, and the cops were on his tail because they were smart enough to figure it out. Mm-hmm. It was it was all just well done. Yeah. What do you think, man? Did it hold up? Man, what can I say about this movie? Uh, you know, um, there's no, there's very little hand holding in this movie. Yeah, yeah. I love the fact that they don't even really tell you they were there to kill Harrison Ford, but yeah, you no, know no. they were there to kill Harrison yeah, Ford. Yeah. That was really what they were because they were trying to cover up his whole fucking thing. Yeah. It just so happened that he wasn't there because he was called to an emergency, like sure. he was supposed to be there, yeah. and like. 
they borrowed the car. Like, they explain everything in the long run, how the guy got in without any sort of thing. So, like, it made but without the early him, shit yes. seem much more believable. Right. Yeah, because at the beginning, I was just like, they're just going to throw the book at him. It all made sense in the end. And here's the other thing about this movie. Because I watch a lot of, like, almost got away with it and things like that, like on, on uh, criminal channels and stuff like that. A lot of times, chance is what, like, leads to the... It's not even, like, this is, like, some crazy schemed up thing. It's just a chance that we missed this or a chance that... And they did a lot of that in this movie, which was very authentic as well. The movie's outstanding in the long run. Uh, From a film point of view, this is certainly one of the better ones we've done in general, just from a film standpoint. It's crazy because when you think of this movie, too... Like, as a person who's seen this before, you don't think of this, like, outstanding work of art, but it's, like, really just this fucking awesome action film. Yes, exactly. And, like, it's probably forgotten about by some people, but it's just this well-paced action thriller. The Uh, only thing I had ever known about The Fugitive is that there was a movie called The Fugitive. Yeah, I never knew anything about it. And there was a TV show, too. Oh, really? Yeah, like the 60s or something like that. So this is loosely based on that. So with a lot of other adaptions and shit like that. And I've seen this movie... It's got to be at least a dozen times, man. At really? least a dozen times. I saw it when I was a kid. It was yeah. great to go back to it and just sit and watch it again. And like you point out, pacing is just fucking great, man. Uh, yeah. Breakneck, you're always on the edge of your seat. never bored. Right. You know? The music score was fucking awesome, yeah. too, because it wasn't like intense, but it was like... Like it would just kind of like had this weird like pace to it and shit. Just really good. And I also like to say... I really like the theme of wrongfully accused people and shit like that. Sure, and yeah. that's where, you know, uh, I like a lot of movies to but, go. But that was also why, at the beginning, I told you. Sure. I was glad that I knew he was wrongfully accused. For sure. For sure. Because it really made me care that yes. he needed to not, that, that he needed to figure out how to prove that he was wrongfully You're right, accused. right. I like no, that. I get you. And if I, if and it would have been nebulous, I wouldn't have, like invested so much i think you've changed my mind on it too because like at first i was like it'd be cool if this was a mystery but now i kind of more agree with you and uh it's something that hits you nice and hard so here's what i would suggest next week find yourself a nemesis battle that nemesis into an old car lot have that nemesis frame you for murder so you're arrested charged and convicted of the crime then when you get free after he gets free chase him down and join us live as we cover demolition man I never know what to say about these. These have become so... So much. We're not going live. Are you suggesting that I killed my wife? How dare you? When I came home, there was a man in my house. I fought this man. He had a mechanical arm. You find this man. <laughs>